Hi guys. I'm Nikki Tyndall. And I'm Joseph Tyndall. And you are listening to the Why Did We, we Get, Get Married, Married podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be answering an important listener's question. We received a question a few weeks ago with a couple asking, why are we fighting so much? So, let's get into today's topic. Joseph is going to start out with a real-life example where we experienced something similar in our marriage. So, there I was, just carrying on life as usual, and next thing you know, my wife is being a monster. What? No, okay. No, um, but that's the way that it seems to all of us that are actually going through that type of thing, right? You seem like, hey, I'm doing all of the right things. I'm not making any mistakes. I'm being myself, and we're fighting a lot, and that's what it feels like on both sides of the aisle. So, um, and, um, just so the listeners are aware, we are really raw today. We have our daughter Mia here, who's two months old, also on the podcast. Hi, um, so you may hear a little bit of her voice there as well, whenever she's disagreeing with her father, like her mother currently is. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> all right. So anyways, um, it was actually just a few weeks back. Um, and it seemed like we were fighting every single day, right? It was, it was constantly, and we couldn't seem to get to the bottom of it. I know that, like, I don't know if any of you have ever read Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. Um, if you haven't, I highly recommend it, but um, basically every couple has needs, and whenever those needs aren't being met, um, there's this resistance or this, like, wall that comes up. So me and my wife have very different needs. Mine is, like, physical touch and words of affirmation. Hers is quality time. And I work at a job where um, there's during this time of the year, I'm extremely busy. So the quality time piece isn't actually being met. So next thing you know, um, I'm refusing to receive physical touch because I'm angry. She doesn't want to give it. So I'm also trying to stay away from her, not giving her quality time. And it's just never ending cycle of what's going on. So how do we stop? Yeah, that's such a great question. I think for me, sometimes, I don't know if maybe some of you are like me, but sometimes it just feels really hard to recognize that my needs aren't getting met. And so I'm in turn being selfish and not meeting his needs or not thinking about his needs as far as making him feel loved. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. um, So what I realize is whenever you're in that moment, everybody wants their right to be angry right? Um, whenever something happens, you just like, you're like, I, they deserve this frustration that I'm feeling right now. (laughs) Like they, they've earned this. So like, I want a right to do that. Um, but ultimately, um, if you have gotten married, you, you know, you go through the vows, you say, I do. Um, and you basically are promising to love that person. And do you remember, um, whenever you and me first got married, um, like actually on our honeymoon, we were reading that book. You remember that? Yeah. Keep your love on, right? Yeah. Uh, by Danny Silk. So we had determined that um, no matter how hard things got, we were wanting to steward our relationship in a way to where we always um, maintain connection. And we're not trying to pretend like we're per- perfect or we haven't made mistakes, but it's one of those things that if you actually look at the core, like nobody who has gotten married ever says, hey, I'm going to eventually not be with this person anymore, you know? Um, So it really, um, I guess it's kind of like looking outside of the situation. Like in the moment, I'm angry. 
but long term, what's this look like? Um, so um, for us, um, how did we solve it? You, I didn't want to talk to you, right? And you were trying to call me saying, hey, I really want you to come to the park with me. And Oh, yeah. Yeah, for us, how we solve things is definitely through conversation. And for me, I think the longer we're married, the more vulnerable I get in conversation, the more I've learned to recognize how I'm feeling and kind of better understand how he might be feeling. I try to empathize and put myself in his shoes. So conversation is definitely a key in bringing us back together whenever it feels like we're both very far apart or living in two different worlds because we're not getting our needs met. And yeah, and that's that's the trap, right? The trap is you get offended and then you end up putting this wall up and you do the opposite thing of what both of you actually yeah. need. Mm-hmm. And you don't actually communicate what you guys mm-hmm. need. So mm-hmm. um, for those of you who may be fighting with a spouse or realize that you're fighting more, um, I don't just want to say stop it because <laughs> <laughs> saying stop it is basically try. it's invalidating the needs that you actually have. Yeah. So um, like my wife said here, you want to communicate yeah. Um, but what you do want to do is stop being ridiculously selfish where your needs are priority, a priority over the other person's needs, yeah. right? Did we explain the park situation to them? What happened? Did no, we, we, we did not explain no, it. Did not go into detail. Oh, yeah. Should we go into detail? I mean, might as well, right? Right. So the other day, Joseph was home for an extended period of time because we had just had a baby and it was amazing. We got so much time together. There was this one day where it just felt like we were not connecting. Like immediately, I'm sure you guys have experienced this before, we woke up in the morning and we were just on different pages. So long story short, I thought it was best if we just had some time apart to process. I went to the park and... And me, from the previous night, she had said, hey, um, (laughs) we're going to fold this laundry in the morning, right? So... I'm like, okay, sure. And for those of you guys um, who are not aware, I hate folding laundry. <laughs> Absolutely hate it. And then, like, it wasn't just any laundry. It was baby laundry. It was our <laughs> our son's laundry who is 16 months old and our n- newborn daughter. So they're these tiny little clothes and I have these huge hands. And I'm trying to fold these tiny little clothes. And the next thing you do, she's rushing off to the park while I'm folding these tiny little clothes that I thought was like my first marching orders for the day. (laughs) So um, there I was doing this and working, but I was also frustrated because, you know, like she was rushing out the door. And what you, you texted me and told me, hey, I'm leaving in five minutes. And if you're not down here, like I'm going to go ahead and go. And then I didn't see the text because I was jamming out to some music, folding baby clothes. And the next thing you know, she's gone. Yeah. And I go into a little mini rage because I wanted to go to the park too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Joseph shuts down in that moment and then I'm fine. Like I am perfectly content. I'm at the park feeling amazing. Not even realizing that I, he was doing 
an extra effort to meet my love language and meet my needs by serving me and folding laundry because what man wants to fold laundry first thing in the morning? He was actually not trying just to, any laundry, baby laundry, right? Mind you, he was actually trying to meet my needs by folding baby laundry, but I didn't recognize it as him trying to meet my need. I just thought. I don't know, he was grumpy pants in the morning or something. We're on different pages. But rather than uh, giving him physical touch or doing something, conversation, something that would meet his need as well. You know, a simple thank you for folding the laundry. Simple thank <laughs> you. Yes, that totally would have helped. I actually split from the situation. So for us that day or that portion of the day, our connection was broken. And it's really big for us to have conversation in order to bring connection back. So it did take a few minutes to rebuild the connection where he was in a different place. And I asked him to come to the park and then at the park we were able to talk. But I know for both of us that feeling of not wanting to connect and just wanting to run away from each other was very big that day where we wanted to shut down and go our separate ways. But ultimately we were fighting for connection. Right. And for those of you that are listening, it's, is she's thinking, hey, um, I don't know why he's being grumpy. I don't want to be around him. And me, I'm thinking, hey, she didn't even notice that I was folding laundry and thanking me. So um, that's the trap. You break connection with each other, and then you both refuse to talk. So our encouragement yeah. to end this thing yeah. is recognize the need of the other person and yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Right. We just went on a quick walk. And we walked and I said, hey, I'm feeling this way because of this. Yeah. And you said, I'm sorry you're feeling this way. And it was yeah. just a really simple, easy little fight, right? right. But it was a, also a really simple fix. Yep. Simple fight, simple fix, and restore connection quickly. Yeah, simple solution, right? Yeah, simple solution. Well, thank you for joining us on today's podcast. If you like what you heard today, please like and subscribe to our podcast so that you get updated whenever we release any new content. Thank you for joining in where we give you simple solutions to keep your marriage happy, healthy, and full of connection. Until next time.